You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. And welcome back. Uh, We are live here at uh, Trinity High School in Dickinson, North Dakota. My name is Mike Kidrowski. I'm here with Father Craig Holkalter, the Dean of Students at Trinity Junior High and High School. And I just wanted to extend a thanks for staying with us on Real Presence Live. Before we move on to our next interview, have you heard about the RPR online clothing store? Go to realpresenceradio.com slash store and check it out. That's realpresenceradio.com slash store. And a lot of good items there, folks. If you're, if you're interested, please uh, give that website a visit. Uh, well, Father Hochalter, uh, one of my favorite parts of being at uh, Trinity for the uh, live show is the opportunity to hear and see students, uh, and we have two of uh, Trinity's best right here in front of us. And indeed, Mike, we are joined uh, in studio, Fisher Commons here at the Junior High School, uh, by two lovely ladies, Riley Meyer and Hannah Fitzik. Uh, two juniors. They will be part of the strong and forceful class of 2022. So their time in the school is uh, slowly waning down to uh, just less than a year and a half. Good morning to you, uh, Riley and Hannah. How are you this morning? Good. I'm good. Those are very kind words. <laughs> they're, they're smiling and they're giggling. They're happy students and they're happy yep. students because, Mike, uh, Eli, who was who was making a comment about the noise, was we yeah. were cleaning the school. So for all <laughs> listeners who hear, it's Mike doesn't have indigestion. I'm using my cough switch appropriately. But uh, one of our staff members uh, back at the studio was talking about some background noise. We just like a clean school. Indeed. And I think Riley and Hannah also like a clean school, and they see where the school is not so clean. There's one of their classmates, Mason Beck, walking by, uh, acting as a spectator in today's interview. So Riley and Hannah, we're going to to talk about a lot of things this morning, but primarily, uh, Mike, I chose these two girls uh, just a day ago because I think um, they're, they're very engaged in school life uh, by way of academics, Wonderful. by way of, uh, of co-curriculars, extracurriculars. Uh, they're very engaged. Uh, they belong to good homes, and I think they speak well, uh, and their maturity will echo, I believe, on air. So, uh, Riley, let's begin with you. So, uh, Catholic education, you've been in Catholic schools most or whole of your life. Um, uh, talk about that, Riley. In short, what, what has your experience been like? And, and share with our listeners uh, your experience in Catholic education. So I've been in Catholic schools all of my life. Um, Originally, my family lived in Bismarck, where I attended St. Mary's. And then in the second grade, I moved to Trinity. They were very welcoming. It was a great move. I know not everyone gets to have such a positive experience at school, but I know throughout my um, numerous years here, school has been something that really lights up my life, and I'm very grateful for that. And Hannah, you uh, also, so you're from Dickinson, you didn't have the move Riley did in grade school, you were here, but tell us about your experience of Catholic education. Um, I've been in the Trinity system my entire life, um, but I think that it's just a really, like, I like that I'm able to learn about my faith within going to school and within my curriculum, and I like 
the student to teacher ratio we have here because if you're struggling with something it's very easy to go to a teacher and you know that they'll understand and you have a very open dynamic with your teachers which I think is a really good thing at Trinity. Mm. I, I want to say right off the bat and then I think I will go maybe on a more um, more it's not less relevant but a more relevant level but both girls and Hannah you can just follow your lead we'll follow your lead what would you say to parents who are considering this morning they're listening and they're driving to work or they're in their office in their cubicle uh, in, in numerous, you know, we're in a four or five state region. What would you say to them about uh, if they're considering their a Catholic school for their children? What would you say? What would be like the number one thing you'd say? Yes, get your kids to a Catholic school nearby. Um, honestly, like I talked about before, I'd probably say the student to teacher ratio and the open dynamic you have with teachers. Because like I said, if you're struggling with something, it's a lot easier here to get attention with that than it, it would be at a public school because we have, I don't know exactly what our student to teacher ratio is, but it's like... I think like, it's nine to one. Exactly. Yeah, it's very, very, so like, very low. My classes are probably 20 people, 25 people at the most, and it allows for me to really communicate better with my teachers and have the ability to go to them when I need something. Thanks for that, uh, Hannah. Riley, what, what would you say, what would you offer to the parent listening, mom or dad this morning? They're like, oh, Catholic school right nearby, what do we do? To the mom and to the dad, I would say I would encourage you to take this as a spiritual nudging. God put this radio station into your life on mm. your way to work, on your way to work out, whatever it may be. Um, take this as your sign that your kids will benefit at a Catholic school. They'll be encouraged by their peers, by their teachers, administration, and staff, and you will just have the best time. I think Hannah and I can both speak to that. Think yes, Mike. These are juniors in high school. They yeah. are, and they were. They had very little prep. It was, it was oh, very wow. intentional. They know how to. They know how I work. Very little yeah. prep. <laughs> so these are yeah. spontaneous <laughs> answers. And and girls, we just appreciate your time this morning. Yeah, uh, yeah. And uh, uh, I'd like to go back to Riley. You mentioned that uh, there's there's things here that just light up your life. What a great statement. And uh, were you thinking like of uh, a specific teacher that lights up your light, like uh, the family and consumer science teacher that <laughs> happens to be my wife? <laughs> um, uh, is she one of the uh, light up your life? She is. I've oh. never actually taken a class from her, <laughs> oh, but okay. I really do like her. Okay, um. okay. I'm just having a little bit of fun. Now, so, <laughs> so uh, and, uh, uh, and then Riley... Uh, uh, I had the privilege and honor of teaching and coaching your mother back uh, at Trinity High School uh, 110 years ago. <laughs> and, uh, uh, and it's so good to see the, uh, oh, whatever, the second generation or third generation Titans. So thank you very much uh, for being with us uh, today. And uh, so, Father, this, uh, uh, thank you for uh, recruiting these ladies to be on the show this morning yeah, yeah, and you're telling their story. Yeah, you're welcome. I, I think they both, um, uh, uh, Riley alluded to this about the transition, and, and you moved in as a second grader, so your memories aren't as fond. But uh, they just, this is a good, I think, jumping or uh, a springboard. They just welcomed. We just had a new student transfer in, Mike, this week. Uh, yesterday, in fact. Uh, they received a new classmate. Uh, but this is something that I'm constantly uh, thinking about and considering, and I know your time in administration, teaching and coaching in a, in a Catholic school, but two girls, uh, if we could dive deeper to a more mature topic of, you know, when, when kids transfer in, uh, f either from going to public to a Catholic school or just uh, not in second grade, but seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth, as a junior, you just welcomed a new classmate yesterday. 
what do you guys do? Of, I mean, you're, you're anchors in the school. You're very involved. You're in, you're, in, you're in athletics. You're on prom committee. You're on student council. Your classmates, your schoolmates, Mike, they look to Hannah and to Riley as leaders, decision makers. They get things done. I know you, I know you two girls think about this. What do you hope new students at Trinity, what do you hope they receive, and what do you want to give them? I personally, whenever I see a new student, in my mind just flashes all the conscious decisions I can make to make sure that they do have a welcoming experience. No transition is easy, especially Father, as you stated, as you're older, that transition probably gets a little bit harder. But our classmates are very encouraging and very welcoming. You know, our new classmate yesterday, mm -hmm. she caught me at the end of the hall, you know, last period of the day, and she was like, thank you, like this has been such a good day. So that was really good to hear. Mm. I think that um, <clears throat> when you're coming into a new school, obviously, Riley, you'd have more like thought on that because I've never had to do that. But I think especially when you're older, it would be really intimidating because, you know, people already have friendships established and, you know, it's hard to come into that and just like work your way into that. But I think as a student, it's important to kind of try and incorporate her into like conversations and not really exclude her because I don't. I can't imagine how hard it would be to be sitting in a classroom and, you know, nobody's really even acknowledging you. So I think that I just try really hard, to, like Riley said, to make conscious decisions to say, like, I can involve her in this conversation, you know, ask her questions, try and get her to, like, open up a little bit and, and feel welcome. I think it's almost easier at a Catholic school of our size just because, like, I have a class with five kids in it. And so when I enter into that class, I get to speak with everyone, probably more than most teachers would like me to be speaking. <laughs> but it definitely is a way, a pathway for students to open up just in a smaller setting. I think there's pros and cons to that. I, you know, we're, Trinity is 35 to 45 kids a class. Your guys' class is now at 39, right? It went from 38 to 39 yesterday. <laughs> um, and so as you might be in a class of 20 or 25 because of our section build, but you also might be in a class of five here at Trinity. Um, but, you know, back to the value of Trinity and what it gives to, you mentioned the student-teacher ratio, which is nine to one on paper, Hannah. Um, what, what, what do you think? And I think there are some negative things about that because it is very, you can't get lost. So if you want to get lost, you're not going to. <laughs> um, people know your business, you mm -hmm. know, they, they, they get to know you quickly. But you, both of you girls really quickly this morning turned that into a positive, you know, on, on what, what do you think Trinity can, you answered what you want to do, but what do you think the school can do? Either do better or what do you think they are doing to new students that come to the school? I think they... Trinity in general allows their students to be pushed to their full potential. Um, I know other high schools within Dickinson, like you said, Father, it's easy to get lost. You have a few few classes and so many classmates that that's just not, you know, that involvement in your school isn't always there as much as it should be. At Trinity, that's not a thing. And I almost think it's good that everyone knows your business just because that allows you to stay on the right track. Mm. Well said, well said, Riley. I think oftentimes, so we use the phrase here at the Titan family, and, and we know by being in families that I fight, I'm 36 years old, but I fight with my mom and dad, I fight with my siblings, and, and, but we, I also celebrate with them, I laugh with them, I joke with them, I eat with them. And so I think that, that, that predicate also happens with this high school is that, you know, we are very close, we, but, so we know each other's business, but we're also there to support in times of trial and suffering, in times of death.
um, and bereavement. And so I think, as you know, Mike, by sending all of your kids here and working here and your wife being um, the most veteran teacher on most staff, veteran teacher. I'll leave it that way. Yeah, uh, Mrs. Sure. Kitarowski, she teaches family and consumer science here at the high school. Those are all good things. So we're going to go to a break here shortly, girls, Hannah and Riley. Um, but what I want to dive into after this segment and the second segment of the interview is what you're going to take away from here. I know you're juniors, but as you look to your senior year, leaving a stamp, a Riley Myers stamp, a Hannah Fitzsick stamp on the high school, what that looks like. I want some concrete answers there. And then what life after May 2022 looks like for both of you. Just immediate thoughts. We don't need a, we don't need a letter of intent or we don't, we don't need a major <laughs> declared. But right. I think our listeners want to know, like, what do Catholic high school graduates do with their lives? And so I think that's a very pointed question. Uh, we're going to go to break here, and then we're, we'll be back. Mike Kiedrowski with Hannah Fitzik, Riley Meyer, two juniors here at Trinity Junior and High School in Dickinson. Uh, to our listeners, thanks for tuning in. We'll be back in just a few short moments. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. The Mustard Seed Catholic Store is South Dakota's place to purchase Catholic books, gifts, and decor. With locations in Rapid City and Sioux Falls, we are here to provide you with gifts for the Catholic occasions in your life. From baptism to First Communion, confirmation to weddings, and ordinations, we pride ourselves in having local artists share their creative talents, making rosaries, crucifixes, artwork, coffee, and books. We are located in Rapid City on Main Street in the new Diocesan Building or in Sioux Falls on Grange Avenue across from Costco. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio with a creative gift planning tip. Do you want to make sure Real Presence Radio continues to receive your support in perpetuity? This can now be accomplished by establishing an individual endowment account in your name with a minimum gift of $10,000. A distribution will be made annually in your name to assure future generations will continue to hear the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ through the mission of Real Presence Radio. To learn more about establishing an individual endowment for Real Presence Radio, a gift which will last in perpetuity, please call me, Mike Kidrowski, at 701-290-4503. State tax credits may apply in some states. Let's get started. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides affordable housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. If you have any questions, you can call 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Good morning, Real Presence listeners. 12th day of February in the year of our Lord, 2021. 
Mike, we've done a great job of not talking about the weather, and I'm going to resume after a break again without talking about the bitter cold. We are with, uh, and, a, and a, <laughs> I did just, yeah, I did just talk about the cold. We are uh, privileged uh, to be warmed uh, by the affectionate presence of two juniors here at the high school at Trinity. Uh, Riley Meyer and Hannah Fitzik. They will be of the class of 2022. We're covering the topics of Catholic education. It has kind of in a soft way, Mike, been the, the theme of this morning. You know, beginning with Catherine Cassidy from O'Gorman. She just, she's, she's in her year 13, I guess. She's not in college yet, but right. she just graduated in, in 2020, part of the COVID class. Right. And we, we fast forward two years later. These two girls, Hannah and Riley, will be the class of 2022 of, of Trinity High School. Uh, both of you girls are very engaged. You're in numerous things in your lives. You, unlike most students, you probably wake up and say, okay, where do I need to say no today? Because I need to get more sleep. I need to eat better. I need to exercise because you want to be healthy human beings. But you, um, Hannah, let's start with you, if you, if you will. What, why are you so engaged? Why do you like to be a part of decision-making teams? Why do you like to be a part of groups? You, you know, you, between classes and meetings and events, your days are, are not boring. They're very full. Why? Um, well, first off, ever since I was little, my mom said I was always kind of bossy, so I like to have a say in <laughs> She's things. bossy, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> so I like to have a say in things like what goes on within the school with student council and, you know, what prom is going to look like this year with prom committee. But also, when I'm older, I want to look back at high school and, you know, I don't want to just be somebody that sat on the couch. I want to go out and, like, do things that, like, I can look back and say, oh, I made Trinity a little bit better by throwing you know, that prom or, you know, just looking back and saying, I did something that like kind of made a mark on the school. I like that line. That's, that's a good social media line. I think that's a good stamp line. I did, I did something that, that could be said of many saints, Hannah, and, and it well said. Riley, what about you? Why are you so, why, why you don't sit on the couch? You don't watch people. You are being watched. Why, why are you so engaged? I don't think Hannah could have said it better. Um, every reason that she stated, I identify with. And I think on top of that, the teachers here at Trinity High School are a force of nature. If Mrs. Kessel, our <laughs> science teacher, is running down the hallway after you to ask you to be on Science Bowl or any extracurricular that could <laughs> relate to science, you know, no student wants to say no to her because she's just so sweet. But <laughs> I think that just the teachers and then like Hannah said I like to be involved just to be able to boss people around <laughs> a little bit you know there's something really good in that it's it's it, decisiveness is a leadership quality and Hannah and rather you both have it I do think to our listeners too you know we are a, we are a school of 216 students we're a school of 216 students Mike we're, we're pretty small when it comes down to it but we do operate our days are like our, we're a big school operation we have numerous sports those we don't offer, we co-op with Dickinson Public. A shout out to them. Uh, thank you to Dickinson Public for your your welcome of, of co-op sports. Uh, in fact, Riley is one of those co-op programs with girls swimming and diving. Um, but between different civic organizations, leadership organizations, science, math, uh, there's lots of extra curricular activities that our students are invited to. And if we don't offer it, they usually start it. A great example is Student Congress. Student Congress at Trinity is in its third year. It wasn't started by a teacher. It wasn't started by a principal. It was started by a student. And I, and I love that point of, of reality for our students. Um, what do you want to gain from this, girls, going into you? Uh, before I get to your senior year and what you want to leave behind, 
what do you want to gain from it? You know, what has being on student council, um, the early years, the, the early months of prom committee, being in sports, whatever it might be, between volleyball and swimming and track, what do you want to gain from being engaged so much? Um, I don't think that every life lesson can be taught in a classroom. And I think a lot of those life lessons that are vital, especially, you know, as Hannah and I are approaching adulthood, <laughs> oof, that's scary. Um, <laughs> I think that those lessons that will be left behind just in extracurriculars are something that will really help me reach my full potential. And I think, like how I said, my mom always said I was bossy, but like when I have to interact with other people on prom committee or student council to plan an event, you know, I can't be bossy. I have to learn other qualities such as like cooperating and teamwork. And I think, like Riley said, some of that, like you can learn an extent of it in the classroom, but I think some of it comes from outside experience. And I think being involved in so many things gives me different qualities that I'm going to use for the rest of my life. Hannah and Riley, you're uh, three months away from concluding your junior year, and, and the senior year is up. What, um, so in a year, February of 2022, wh what's one thing, or even give us two if you have, but what, are, you know, what do you want to leave to your group, to your team, to your class, to your friendship circle? What, what is something that you want to be known by of, uh, that we can credit Riley Meyer, we can credit Hannah Fitzik for this? I know that's a huge question, and it's going to change. But this morning as we speak. Um. I don't think necessarily for the entire student body, but if I could leave a positive impact on just one person and have that one person be like, yes, Riley Meyer made my 87th day of seventh grade year mm. this much better by saying hello to me in the hallway, even if it's just something as small as that, I, I think that's so valuable because you don't know, maybe that's the kid's you know, motivation for coming to school the next day or for being engaged in class. I know if I get a compliment or if an upperclassman says something to me in the hallway, I mean, obviously now it's just seniors that are upperclassmen, but that definitely sets my mood for the rest of the day. And if you can be that person to set that mood, I think that's just the best feeling in the world. I think I really agree with Riley on that. I think that the impact that I leave on a person, not necessarily on the school in its entirety. I think if I can leave, like you said, a positive impact on one person, you know, you never know what that person may be going through. And like you said, maybe that's the reason they're coming to school the next day is because, you know, you made their day a little bit better the previous day. And I think that that's something that you can like be proud of for the rest of your life. Thank you for that, mm -hmm. ladies. <laughs> I, that, that, those are warm. Thank you for that. <clears throat> yes, yes. You, you, you both mentioned, I believe, life lessons, and you, you get life lessons in the classroom. You get life uh, lessons uh, on the field or on the court. Uh, and uh, what, uh, you know, I can, I can think of many, uh, character, integrity, that sort of thing. Can you uh, pinpoint one that... Uh, uh, that you think you've, the lesson you've gained in your curricular and co-curricular activities? Yes. We're, we're hosts, so we put people on the spot every day. You know, so, so uh, yeah, please. Um, so, as my peers in administration know, I am a talkative person. And one thing that I have gained throughout my years of, you know, various co-curriculars and extracurriculars is the ability and the value of science silence because silence is a virtue sometimes and i think that as much as i speak sometimes i do so much better by just keeping my mouth shut 
And I think that that's something that will be able to be applied in my life. I know my mom sometimes has to hold her tongue. We talk about it frequently. And I think that our world would probably be a better place if sometimes people just chose not to say a mean comment or even something that, you know, just doesn't have any value in being said. Mm -hmm. And Hannah? I think that one of the most valuable things that I can probably take away is being able to be empathetic towards people now. Because before, I mean, obviously everybody has a sense of empathy, but I think that being in Trinity and dealing with people, just I feel like I've become a much more empathetic person and I can sympathize with people who are going through something and try and be there for them, just with the values that I've learned at Trinity. That's a true gift, uh, empathy. And uh, if you can learn more as you uh, go through uh, Trinity uh, these next uh, year and a half, that's that's wonderful. And, and uh Raya, you mentioned uh, silence, and I, I can't agree more about the necessity <laughs> of silence. Especially nowadays. Indeed, especially yeah. nowadays. Mm -hmm. And uh, in, in his book, uh, Matthew Kelly writes about the classroom of silence mm -hmm. and how important that is, that, that we just be silent. Uh, that's when we, we hear the whispers of God. And it's so necessary that we every day, every day, take a take that uh, uh, that moment, those, those few moments, 10 minutes, half hour, whatever it is, just to be silent and listen to God. Yeah, they're both, I think, Mike, they're both Hannah and Riley are, are offering us, you know, the life lessons we, we kindergarten teachers try to teach at five-year-olds <laughs> because as 50-year-olds, you really need them. <laughs> uh, and, and in some ways, they're saint insights uh, uh, to become a saint. So girls, uh, thank you for that. Before we go to our, our next break, uh, Hannah, Riley, what are your plans right now if you could, you know, forced to answer, what do you want to do after you graduate from Trinity? Um, personally, ever since I was a little girl, I've really enjoyed helping people that need help. And so I plan to go to NDSU, hopefully, and become a nurse practitioner. College. And college, yep. for your college, North Dakota State, you might be a bison and you want to go to the medicine. Good for yep. you, nurse practitioner. <laughs> nursing school and and uh you're definitely going to be uh, a window to helping people uh, riley what about you after school i'm looking at attending u mary and taking some pre-law programs um while i'm at u mary i hope to intern at the capitol um just so that could give me an insight maybe into the life of a politician or just what i can expect throughout my years of law school law and medicine that's a good combo oh indeed yes indeed uh, we'll wow. have to have them back as Nurse practitioner Hannah and an attorney at law Riley and see where that goes in like 10 years or something like that, Mike. Indeed, indeed. And if it changes, it's uh, that's okay. That's okay. That's for sure. That's for sure. Folks, uh, on, uh, on behalf of, of Mike and I, I just thank you to you, Riley and Hannah, for your time this morning. Uh, a busy Friday for you. Of course, we spoke about that earlier, but thank you for your time. Your answers were great. Um, they had written answers. Uh, the problem is that we didn't ask those questions, really, um, which, makes their, which makes their interview that much more special. Indeed. So, girls, thank you for this. Uh, and to our listeners, we'll be back. Uh, we're approaching um, near the end of the show uh, for our final segment. Um, we'll talk more about Catholic education uh, but please, uh, I'm your host, Father Craig Holcalter, principal at Trinity Junior High, and High School, along with Mike Kiedrowski, the director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio. Uh, wherever you are, thanks for tuning in. Uh, God be with you, but don't touch the dial. We'll be right back.
Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. We'll be right back. 